as you probably saw from the memory verse, we're going to be in Genesis chapter 27 today. If you want to find your, uh, find your way there this morning, Genesis chapter 27. We're actually going to look at the blessing of a father. And by that I mean not that a father is a blessing, but the blessing given by a father to his son. We normally look at this story. This is a story of, of Isaac blessing Jacob. Now, we, if you know your Bible, you know that Jacob actually stole this blessing. It was Esau's blessing. But it, it, there's some things in this blessing that I want to uh, focus in on. And on top of that, I want to talk about the blessing itself uh, because a, a father's blessing in that culture, in that time, uh, held a lot of weight. It was legally binding. We think about, okay, e- Jacob stole Esau's blessing. Why didn't Esau just take it, take it back? Go to, go to Isaac and say, hey, uh, that wasn't me, that was him, and, and get it. Because it's legally binding. Isaac actually tells Esau, when Esau says, that wasn't me, Isaac tells Esau, well, you're now going to serve your, your younger brother. Because it's legally binding. The blessing of a father is legally binding. It carries with it the idea of the inheritance. It carries the, the, the rulership of the clan, the family and the clan. All of this is tied up in the blessing of the father. So when, when Jacob gets this blessing, he is now basically taking Isaac's place in the family as the head of the family, as the head of the clan. As the head of all of the slaves, everybody, he now is number one. And, and that's how, the, father's, uh, how a, the blessing of a father worked. So let's, let's begin in Genesis chapter 27. We're going to read the first four verses, and then we're going to skip a bit. But Genesis chapter 27, starting in verse 1. When Isaac was old and his eyes were so weak he could not see, he called his older son Esau and said to him, My son... And he answered and said, Here I am. And he said, Look, I am old and do not know the day of my death. So now take your hunting gear, your quiver, your bow, go out into the field to hunt some game for me. Then make me a delicious meal that I love and bring it to me to eat so I can bless you before I die. So right after this is when the deception happens. So Jacob actually goes and kills a goat from the herd, not wild game. While, while Esau's out hunting, Jacob pounces, right? And he takes this blessing because he, he, he kills a goat, not only for the meal, but to cover his... Esau was much hairier than Jacob was. So he, he covers his hands and his neck with goat skin so that he can deceive Isaac and get this blessing, get the, the, the head of the household thing. And Rebekah, Jacob's mother is in on this. In fact, she brings uh, Esau's finest clothes and she, she brings all this stuff. So, so uh, she's in on it and, and we have the deception. But I want to look at the actual blessing and that starts in, in verse 18 of Genesis 27. So let, let me read that as well. It will be up here behind me. When he came to his father, he said, my father, and this is Jacob. He says, here I am. And he answered, here I am. Where are you, my son? And Jacob replied to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done this as you have told me. Please sit up and eat some of my game so that you may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, how did you ever find 
it so quickly, my son? And he replied, because the Lord your God made it happen for me. Then Isaac said to Jacob, please come closer so I can touch you, my son. Are you really my son Esau or not? So Jacob came closer to his father Isaac. And when he touched him, he said, the voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like those of his brother Esau. So he blessed him. Isaac blesses him. Again, he asked, are you really my son Esau? And he replied, I am. And then he said, bring it closer to me and let me eat some of my son's game so that I can bless you. Jacob brought it closer to him. He ate. He brought him wine and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, please come closer and kiss me, my son. So he came closer and kissed him. When Isaac smelled his clothes, he blessed him and said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give to you from the dew of the sky and from the richness of the land an abundance of grain and new wine. May people serve you and nations bow and worship to you. Be master over your relatives. May your mother's sons bow and worship to you. Those who curse you will be cursed. And those who bless you will be blessed. So there's some things in this, uh, apart from the deception thing, I want to really look at what Isaac does here. And I want to uh, draw out some things from the blessing that Isaac gives him. The first one I want you to notice is meaningful touch. Verse 21 says, please come closer so I can touch you, my son. Touch is a part of this blessing. In fact, touch is a part of every Jewish blessing. We still use it today. We lay hands on people and pray for them. We still use touch. Now, not only has inappropriate touch taken this away, but COVID has taken this away, hasn't it? But this should be the place right here in church. This should be the place where hugging is okay where hugging is appropriate, where meaningful touch matters. Fathers, we have to to touch our sons and our daughters. We have to touch our kids. Let them know we love them by meaningful touch. Isaac touched his son to, to, uh, to do this blessing. We need to touch our kids. The second one is spoken affection. So verse 27 says, So he came closer to him and kissed him. When Isaac smelled his clothes, he blessed him and said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. Now, we might have to contextualize this. Because telling your son or daughter that they smell like a field may not go over well in our day. That may not actually be seen as affection. But what you see Isaac doing is saying that he smells the blessing of God on his kids. He smells the blessing of God on Jacob. He is showing him how I love you so much that that not only do do I lay my hands on your neck, but I smell the blessing of God on you. He's showing this affection. Jacob had no no, uh, uh, question whatsoever about how his father felt about him. He had no question because his father said so. His father said that he smelled the blessing of God on him. Fathers, we've got to to tell our kids how we feel about them. We've got to tell them that we love them. We've got to tell them 
that we smell the blessing of God on their lives. Then, he, then Isaac also attributes high value to his son. Verse 28 says, May God give to you from the dew of the sky and from the richness of the land an abundance of grain and new wine. Isaac is telling his son that he is so valuable that, he, that, that Isaac wants God to give his son only the best. All that, that God has, all of the blessings that God can give, he wants God to give to Jacob, to, to Esau or Jacob. To his son, he wants God to bless his son with the best of what God has. We, uh, it's easy as a father to, to fall into the trap of, of just talking to our kids about what they do wrong, isn't it? It's, it's a fairly easy trap to fall into. Let us, let us take a note here from Isaac that we need to attribute high value to our kids. We need our kids to know that we want God to give them the absolute best that he can give to our kids. We need to touch them, meaningful touch. We need to show them affection and tell them how we feel, that we smell the blessing of God on them. And we want to attribute value to them and say that, that, that we want only the best for our, our sons and daughters. And then he also gives him a vision for a great future. Verse 29 says, May peoples serve you and nations bow and worship to you. Be master over your relatives. May your mother's sons bow and worship to you. Those who curse you will be cursed and those who bless you will be blessed. Isaac gives his son a great vision of the future. God is going to do great things in your life. Now, I also want to point out here that, that Isaac does not tell Jacob what he needs to become. He doesn't tell him what he needs to do. He just says, I want God to bless your future. I want God to do mighty things with you in the future. It's easy for us as, as fathers, as parents, frankly, to have dreams for our kids and decide what they're going to become, to decide what they're going to be. That isn't what Isaac does. What Isaac does is say, this is, I, I, want, I want you to know that God has a great future for you. He doesn't tell him what to be. He doesn't tell him what to become. He doesn't tell him what to do. He just says, God has a great future for you, and I'm praying for that. We, we, need, we need these things in our lives, fathers. We need meaningful touch. Let our kids know how we feel by touching them. We need spoken affection. We need to, to tell them how we feel, not, not assume that they know. We need to, to attribute high value to them and tell them that, that we Literally want God to give them the best he can give. And we want to give them a, a vision for a great future. A, a vision that says, God is going to do amazing things in your life. I can't wait to see it. But I think there's another important thing here, and that's that Isaac uses covenant language. Now, by that I mean when he says, those who curse you will be cursed, those who bless you will be blessed, that's, that's from the, the covenant with Abraham. So what Isaac is doing is he is passing on his relationship with God to his son. 
He's passing on his covenant with God to his son. Fathers, we need to pass on our relationship with God to our kids, and we need to pass on the covenant that we have with God to our kids. This is, this is all part of the blessing that Isaac gives, even though he gives it to the wrong guy, right? Not his fault. He can't see. <laughs> but he, this is all part of the blessing of a father, a blessing that, that, that a father gives to a son. This is how fathers today, maybe today especially, we need these things in our kids' lives. We need to be this kind of father. And you know, uh, Isaac passes this on, and, and again, this is, uh, it's, an important, um, it's an important blessing because it carries with it the, the legal responsibility, the moral responsibility for the whole clan. It passes on an inheritance. It passes on uh, this leadership role in the, in the clan and family. So <clears throat> as, we, uh, as we look at this, we need to understand that what Isaac has done up to this point, right? If Isaac can pass this on to his son, then Isaac knows that he has built into his son what's needed for the position he's giving him. Fathers, we need to be building into our kids. We need to be building these kind of things into our kids so that they are ready for the world that, that they, we live in today. Now, before you think that this is all just for fathers, I want you to, to consider that this is really for all of us, that, that every one of us is affected by a father's blessing. In, in Mark, God says to Jesus, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. And then Jesus later, later says, at, at the end of Matthew, he says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. God's blessing of Jesus puts Jesus in charge of the clan, us, mankind. Jesus is put in, in charge. He's got the moral responsibility. He's got the legal responsibility. That's how we can be justified in Christ because Christ is the head of the clan. He's the redeemer of the clan. So at this blessing that passes on from God to Jesus is what blesses us, every single one of us, whether you're a father or not. We are all children of God, as John 1.12 says, as believers in Christ. And so we are blessed by the blessing of Jesus. We are given an inheritance. We are given a legal responsibility and moral responsibility to take this message into the world. We're part of the clan. The clan that has Jesus as the head because of God's blessing. Father's happy Father's Day. I, I, I sincerely hope, did you notice in that passage that I chose how many times a good meal was, was talked about? It was, actually, it was actually several times, wasn't it? A meal that I love, a, a good meal. So I'll just say that a good meal for your, for, to celebrate your father, not a bad idea, you know? You want to be blessed. <laughs> just saying. 
But happy Father's Day, fathers, and, and may, we, may we bless our children this way, with, with meaningful touch, hug them, with, with smelling the, 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 the blessing of God on them, with attributing value to them, asking God to, to give them only his best, and giving them a, a, a vision for a future of, of amazing thing that, things that God is going to do in their lives. May we pass on the covenant we have with God to our kids. I'm going to ask that you bow your heads. Father, we pray to you as Father, who has blessed us, who has given us our inheritance in Christ, who has who has given us moral and legal responsibility to take your message into the world, who has justified us in Christ, given us legal standing. We thank you. I pray, Father, for the fathers that are here in this room. I pray that you bless them today, that you you give them a sense of how important they are in a family. Give them a good day today. In Jesus' name, amen.